Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we celebrate and remember all things and everything classic TV. Sorry we've been away for a while. We have both apologized for that. Just had some issues pop up, nothing, you know, bad. Just a lot of stuff happening at the same time and we had to address it first. But now we are back and we have a brand new episode for you today. So we have some catching up to do. And let's go ahead and dive off into it right away. Lately, uh, I kind of started the trend of going back into our soap opera past. Um, Not exactly sure how this happened. It kind of just happened spontaneously. I ended up looking up all my children in the 80s, the early 80s at that. Uh, particularly that 1982 to 1984 period. And I have become hooked on those episodes. If you go over to YouTube, there are quite a few episodes and clips from that era available over there. I watched an episode the other night from July 1st, 1982. The entire episode, including original commercials. There are also episodes over there where you have like maybe one or two parts or maybe even up to five parts of an episode, but you can definitely go back over there. Uh, You can go over there and you can recapture that magical time in soap opera history because there was just something about the soap operas in those days. I watched four of them in the daytime, watched four at night. Um, and All My Children was my favorite. Now, how I discovered All My Children was in the summer of 1982. I was at my best friend's house, and I had been seeing the promos. I'd been hearing all about Ginny and how she was in New York, and Jesse had gone after her. And I had I didn't know who Ginny and Jesse were, but I had that's just how popular that storyline was. I mean, there were people who didn't even watch the show who knew about Jesse and Jenny in New York. And I was one of those. So I was over to her house and we were in her room and she had on all my children. And I was asking her, um, you know, is that, is that Jenny? Actually, it was not Jenny. It was uh, Pam Kingston. Pam Kingston was having an affair with Erica Kane's brother. Mark. He was a college professor, and he and Pam were having an affair. Mark was married to Ellen, and he broke it off, and she tried to commit suicide. She overdosed on pills, and so she was in the hospital. She was on the verge of attempting suicide. I thought this was Jenny, and so my friend was like, no, that's Pam. So she broke everything down to me, explain who was who and what was happening. She did a great job, you know, of explaining it to me. And uh, so one day, yeah, I finally got to see Jenny and fell in love with her right away. I loved, loved Jenny Gardner. Of course, Jenny Gardner was portrayed by Kim Delaney. And I just thought that she was just so sweet, so kind, so pretty, and just, just, just perfect. I became just enthralled with her immediately. 
And I fell in love with Jesse, Jesse Hubbard, portrayed by Darnell Williams, who was a dancer on Soul Train in the 70s, as a matter of fact, for those of you who didn't know. Kim Delaney, I don't think, really had any previous acting experience before she joined All My Children the previous year in 1981. But I fell in love with that storyline. I fell in love with the whole show. I mean, I was into the whole uh, Pam, Mark dilemma. And of course, Erica was dating Pam's dad, Brandon Kingsley. And his ex-wife, Pam's mother, was still on the scene, still in the picture. And then, of course, you had Nina and Cliff. And then you had, of course, um, Jesse and Jenny's loves, Greg and Angie, who were pining away from them back in Pine Valley. You had the very nasty and evil, deceitful Liza Colby, who falsely accused Jesse of sexual assault. So, I mean, you had a lot of really good stuff going on on that show. And I was just captivated by all of it. I mean, you had Phoebe and Langley. You had Palmer Cortland. You had Donna and Benny. And you had Tom and Brooke. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was, it was great. And honestly, I still, to this day, watch The Young and the Restless. I just finished watching it. And I enjoy it. I mean, it's fun. It's entertaining. And, and you know, I, I have a great time with that show. That was the first soap, first soap opera I remember watching at three, four years old. You know, with the Brooks sisters and the Foster family. You know, I go all the way back to, to that era with The Young and the Restless. Um, and it's still a lot of fun to watch, you know, today. I enjoy it. It's, it's you know, one of the highlights for me when it comes to TV. Uh, but I have to tell you, soap operas, and there are four currently still on network television, The Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, The Bold and the Beautiful, and General Hospital. I only watch The Young and the Restless. But I got to tell you, soap operas, they just don't have the magic that they used to have. They basically, I mean, like I said, again, The Young Lady Russell is very entertaining, and, and it's, I, I enjoy watching it very, very much. I always look forward to it. But um, the soaps were magical back in the 80s. They really were. They were magical. I mean, take General Hospital, Luke and Laura. I mean, need I say more? And I also watch One Life to Live. I mean, there was a lot of excitement going on over there. And, uh, of course, The Young and the Restless. There was lots going on over there with the Abbots by that point. And, you know, you had Patty and Jack. And you had uh, Danny Romolotti. And then you had Victor Newman and Nikki. And Nikki was married to Kevin Bancroft during that time. A lot of people don't even know that Nikki was married before Victor twice to Greg Foster and then Jill's brother Greg Foster and then Kevin Bancroft a lot of people do not even know about that they think that she was married first to Victor they don't know Victor had a wife before Nikki Julia so yeah I I have a very long history with soap operas my whole family except for probably my grandfather we all watched soap operas or as people called them a lot in those days our stories or my story. We all watched at least one soap. And there was just something about the soaps in those days that it it's it just is not there anymore. And I don't think it ever will be again, unfortunately. But back to June, July 1982. Ginny and Jesse were in New York. They both left Pine Valley. Liza Colby 
blackmailed Jenny. Jenny's father, Ray Gardner, was a hardened criminal. He was in prison and he was just a terrible character. Liza threatened to tell Greg that Ray Gardner sexually assaulted Ruth Martin. And Jenny, of course, you know, went to see Ray, found out it was true, and then she ran off to New York. And then Jesse, like I said earlier, falsely accused by Liza because, you know, Jesse stood up for Jenny to Liza, so she falsely accused him of sexual assault. So he ran off to New York as well, and he also went to find Jenny. And so they were living in Hell's Kitchen in New York. They were living in Mrs. Gonzalez's apartment building. She was such of a sweet landlady. She stayed in touch with the two of them. She was at their weddings. She was at their funerals. Um, you know, it was just a wonderful storyline. And I think if I recall correctly, All My Children, I think, was the highest rated soap opera that summer on TV. I mean, I think it even surpassed General Hospital by that point. Because that was just, it was just, like I said, it was just really a, a, just such a, a wonderful, wonderful storyline. The friendship of Jenny and Jesse was just so special. And, um, you know, there was the possible uh, thought of putting them together romantically. But, I mean, this was the early 80s. A black guy and a white girl in a romantic relationship was not going to go over very well at all on TV, unfortunately. And normally, I would have been all for it. But, hey, I loved Jenny with Greg and Angie with Jesse so much. I loved that little quartet. I was obsessed with Angie and Jesse and Jenny and Greg. I was addicted. I was obsessed. I remember one day I went to Safeway bought three magazine soap magazines with Jenny and Greg on the cover and there was this little girl uh with her mother that we ran into as we were checking out little girl was like probably three years old or something little girl looked at my magazines I hadn't bagged them yet and the little girl was like that's Jenny and Greg so I mean yeah I I I wanted them all to I wanted Greg with Jenny and Angie with Jesse that was the only reason why I was not in favor of a Jenny and Jesse relationship but normally I'd have been all for it but in this particular case I mean the 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 two couples they were super couples you know I don't think you have super couples anymore in soaps these days but they were I mean they were like the heads of the super couples on soaps in those days I mean, Angie and Jesse, um, they really broke ground as a soap opera couple. I mean, they were the first African-American super couple. I don't think any other couple in soap opera history generated the popularity and the fame and the love that Angie and Jesse did. Now, of course, Angie was portrayed by Debbie Morgan, who had been in a lot of television, you know, work prior to All My Children. She joined the show in 1982, but she had already been in episodes of What's Happening and The White Shadow, Sanford, Good Times. She had been in Roots, The Next Generations. So, you know, she had done a lot of work, episodic television work and the like. So she had already been a fixture on TV, but she was perfect as Angie Baxter. And I always loved it when Jesse would call her Angela. Because everybody else called her Angie. 
And Jesse did too. You know, he called her Angie as well. But, um, you know, I loved it when he would call her Angela. It was, it was just great, you know. And of course, like I said, Greg and Jenny, I mean, Jenny was just like, so sweet, so perfect. And Greg was the, you know, he was the wealthy boy. Jenny was from the wrong side of the tracks. Angie, her dad was a lawyer. Jesse was from the wrong side of the tracks. Uh, Angie's dad, Les, was a nightmare. Greg's mom, Enid, was a nightmare. I'm surprised they weren't good friends. Uh, because the way they treated Jesse and Jenny was deplorable. They did everything they could to try to break up those couples to no avail. But uh, I tell you, that period between 1982 and 1984 on All Made Children was just something. I have been enjoying binging that time period so much over on YouTube. It's been so much fun. I am seeing characters and and uh, you know, uh, re- seeing storylines I had I had not thought of in years, in eons, literally. It's been wonderful. I forgot about the glamorama. I, I forgot about when Tad came to town and and all that he was off into. I, I forgot about Myrtle uh, and I forgot about um, Devin Ellen's daughter and and I I forgot about the goalpost and and Palmer and Daisy and I, I. It's just been so much fun. It's been great revisiting that part of my life because. You know, I watched, of course, that, that's how this podcast came into being, all the TV that my sister and I have watched down through the years. But I, we both had neglected to realize just what a big part soap operas played in that. And that's what this episode is about today. I, we didn't take any notes. I didn't, I don't have any notes. I'm, everything's all off the cuff. A lot of it is just me being enthusiastic and reliving, uh, you know, being 11 and 12, 13 years old again, being in middle school, um, and just remembering how much fun that, that, how much fun that was. Um, and if you would like to check it out, if you've never seen it before, or if you want to go and see it again, like me, go over to YouTube. Believe me, you'll have a great time over there. I've been having a wonderful time. I have become obsessed all over again, and I can't wait to go over there and watch some more All My Children's Work in 1983 before the end of the day. But of course, how things turned out, Jenny and Jesse went back to Pine Valley. They reconciled with Angie and Greg. They definitely had lots of issues, lots of drama, and both relationships had lots of drama, uh, lots of obstacles. Both couples married. Sadly, of course, Jenny uh, came to Lady decided she wanted to leave the show, which I am still not fully over, to be honest with you. Uh, I was very, 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 very devastated when she left all my children. A lot of people were. And I think that Kim Delaney, because there's a really terrific reunion of all my children cast members on YouTube. It's from the Home and Family Show. I believe that's the name of it. It was from 2017. And you, uh, amongst those who were back, were Kim Delaney and Lawrence Law, who portrayed Greg Nelson. I think that Kim Delaney, for the first time, is really realizing just the impact that she had upon viewers as Jenny. I don't think she got it in years before, years earlier. But sometimes when you get older, that's when you you really understand things a little bit more clearly. And I tell you, she still has a huge fan base. People, we still, so many of us still remember her and love her as Jenny. 
and we've not forgotten her and the impact that she made on us and on that show in just three years time. Um, so she wanted to leave, do other things. So she was killed off and it was just devastating. And that's all I'll say about that. If you want to see how it all went down, the entire, uh, death of Jenny is on YouTube. I have not watched, uh, all of that. I just, I like watching it when it happened. Speaking of when it happened, the summer Olympics were taking place, uh, that summer in LA, if I'm not mistaken. Normally, all my children's coverage would have been preempted due to the Summer Olympics, but due to the popularity of Jenny and Greg, due to the storyline that was taking place, the Summer Olympics actually did not interrupt all my children, which is to this day unbelievable. But yeah, if you want to see about the accident that Jenny was in and, and, and how, you know, what happened and all that, you know, you, it's all on YouTube. It's in several parts. Um, her funeral is not on YouTube. I'm, you know, glad to say, cause I don't think I want to see that again. I hated seeing it as a 13 year old. That was really hard for me when she left all my children. It just wasn't the same show. I still watched it. You know, I stopped watching it in around 1993. More on that in a little bit later. But it just wasn't the same without Jenny and Greg there. Angie and Jesse were still there, fortunately. But then Darnell Williams decided that he would leave the show in 1988. And so Jesse was killed off as well. That too, very, very devastating. Now, I didn't see Jesse's funeral. I was in school. This happened during the school year, and I made sure I went to school. I did not, I did not want to see that, so I never saw Jesse's funeral. But 20 years later, for those of you who don't know, or maybe you do, Jesse miraculously came back to Pine Valley, and he and Angie reunited. That, too, is on YouTube. Now, how they all pulled it off, I can't really remember I haven't gotten down that far. I haven't gone down into that part of All My Children yet. But they did it in a way, I think they learned a lot from Dallas. I talked about this in the Who Shot JR episode about how when Bobby was killed off and he came back, Pam dreamt the whole previous season. Well, they wrote it in a way that made it more believable than that. Uh, Jesse had to pretend he was dead and he had to go off and he had to do this to protect Angie and their son, Frankie. And then he comes back 20 years later and, you know, he and Angie remarry. Greg comes back for the wedding. They reconnect with Tad. It, it's it's a lot of fun. And of course, unfortunately, All My Children ended in 2011. It was canceled by ABC along with One Life to Live. Uh, but as I said earlier, I stopped watching All My Children around 1993. I kind of stopped watching all soap operas, uh, daytime soaps in uh, the early 90s. Not sure why that was. I resumed watching The Young and Restless in 2005. And I resumed, resumed watching All My Children around 2007, 2008. So I got to see... Angie and Jesse, their reunion and reconnecting, and we got to enjoy them for three more years, which was great. I loved, we loved being able to see Angie and Jesse again together, married and living life and being parents and the like. And we got to see that for, like I said, for three more years, and it was wonderful. Um, 
But uh, yeah, all of this, like I said, on YouTube, there is a really good video about the history of Angie and Jesse on YouTube. If you type in Angie and Jesse, all my children, you're definitely going to run into it like I did. It's a terrific video, breaks down, does a deep dive into the history of the relationship start to, you know, when Jesse came back and he and Angie re- reunited in 2008. And uh, it's, it's like I said, it's a lot of fun that that we've been having, I've been having, just going back into those days of, you know, my youth and my sister's youth as well. And uh, remembering, like I said, the days of, you know, not just Greg and, and Jenny and Angie and Jesse, but Erica. And like I said, Nina and Cliff and Opal and Tad and Liza Colby and her mother, Marion and, and Dottie. And remember how Dottie was crazy in love with Tad and he didn't feel the same way. And, you know, Tad was in love with Hillary and then Tad was in, ended up later on down the road with Dixie and Adam Chandler. And, 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 and like I said, Palmer Cortland, the Daisy came back and Nina had an affair with Steve Jacoby and, and, um, uh, Jesse's uh, Uncle Frank and his Aunt Nancy, who that's who he lived with when he first came to town after the death of his mother. And just seeing all of them, you know, Mrs. Valentine, I forgot all about her. She was the housekeeper for Phoebe Wallingford, Phoebe and Langley. And then uh, Erica's mother, Mona. And, and just, you know, just seeing all of these faces and hearing all the names and re- remembering the storylines. And it's just, it's it's been absolutely terrific this episode is probably all over the place to be honest with you well I we we really didn't know how to prepare for it I didn't know I really wasn't sure how to deliver this I don't think that I've been doing the best job of it maybe I should have waited because you can tell how excited I am about seeing all this again after all of these many many years uh, but then again, maybe doing this episode in this frame of mind is not a bad idea. Just talking about it in an excited point of view and in, in, with such enthusiasm. I think maybe it's not a bad idea to have done this episode with me being in this kind of a frame of mind. Um, not really, like I said, I did mention some dates. And uh, like I said, all my children made its debut in 1970. And, um, like I said, Greg and Jenny entered the picture in 1981, as did Jesse. And entered the picture in 1982. And, um, like I said, when I would see those four together on screen, I was literally in, 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 in TV heaven. It was my favorite TV show. More than The Facts of Life, more than Soul Train, more than Three's Company, more than any other TV show that was on the air at the time. I was in love with all my children during that period. And just so happy that I got to experience that, that I didn't miss out on that, that I got to experience the days of Angie and Jesse and Greg and Jenny and all the other characters on that show over the years. And again, if you like to reminisce, just like we've been doing, head over to YouTube. If you've never seen All My Children before, or maybe you missed this period, um, go over and take a look at it. And uh, I think that you'll be pleased with what you see. And I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode as we looked back at All My Children and soaps in general back in the 80s, because 
that was just a great period. It was a great period. The 70s as well. The 90s were a good period too. I can't really talk about the 90s because that's when I fell off with soaps for most of the decade. My sister is the one who should do an episode about the 90s, soap operas in the 90s because she was watching, oh my goodness, she was still watching The Young and the Restless and All My Children. Uh, I think One Life to Live, Journal Hospital. She's watching all of those. I stopped watching Journal Hospital probably around 1990 or so. I watched One Life to Live the longest. Actually, I stopped watching it in 1996. I remember that. But uh, she's the one who should do an episode down the road about soaps in the 90s. Because she was watching all of them. And she knows storylines I don't know anything about. And so she's the one who should cover that era. But when it comes to the 70s and the 80s, uh, again, that was such a fun time. You know, Terry Lester was the original Jack Abbott on The Young and the Restless. And he was unbelievable in that role. You know, Peter Bergman has had that role for over 30 years. And, you know, I must admit it was a difficult transition to because he was Cliff Warner on All My Children for 10 years. Cliff Warner and Jack Abbott, nothing alike, totally like day and night. So when he was written out of All My Children, because Cliff and Nina got back together for the last time and they left town, moved to Colorado. This was in 1989. And all of a sudden, Terry Lester left the Young and the Restless in 1989. And all of a sudden, Peter Bergman, aka Cliff Warner, is Jack Abbott. And I tell you, we had the hardest time adjusting to that. That was so friggin' hard. <laughs> now, of course, we've adjusted, you know, um, but I still, we still have our times of referring to him and remembering him as Cliff, as Cliff Warner. And if, yeah, if you check out that um, reunion from 2017, he's in it. Almost any time he has an opportunity to participate in anything of all my children, Peter Bergman, that is, he does. He has a very special place in his heart for all my children. That was how he got started in soap operas. And um, I really admire him for that. I love how he remembers all my children so fondly. And he still has a very closeness to that show. I love that about him. Despite the fact that he's been in the Young and Restless for so long and he's won Emmys for his portrayal of Jack Abbott. Um, I love his connection to all my children and to Cliff Warner. But Terry Lester was wonderful. He was wonderful. And, and, and I tell you, he was sort of a dirty dog. And he was just, he, he, I, I still love Terry Lester. I still love going over to YouTube and pulling up the young and restless from the years that he was on that show, which, run, uh, which ran from 1980 to 1989. I love watching Terry Lester. I have, I have not forgotten him in that era. I remember him very, very fondly. Sadly, he passed away in 2003 at the age of 53. And um, he's very, very much missed. Absolutely, but definitely not forgotten. So, uh, yeah, this episode again, primarily to remember all my children. And the days of, like I said, Greg and Jenny and Angie and Jesse and Tad and Liza and Erica and, and on and on. But also to remember, like it's the days of General Hospital with John Stamos, who was Blackie Parish, and his girlfriend Lou. 
and of course Luke and Laura and 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 Robert Scorpio and and all the amazing characters over there uh you know Nora Drake portrayed by Rick Springfield and Tiffany Wells and the Quartermains and of course One Life to Live you had you know Vicky and Clint and Asa and all of his young wives he was married to Delilah he was married to Samantha and then you you know you had Bo and and um Dorian and and Cassie and and just all of the great characters over there on that show. So uh, this was just like I said, a trip back into the soap opera, uh, our soap opera past today, and uh, just to celebrate that and just to express gratitude for how much fun it was to watch those shows in those days, and the fact that those shows and those memories are still very much a part of us in the present day and we'll be going forward. And uh, that's why I'm still, that's why I'm so excited on on such a big kick about watching all of those um, episodes on YouTube, going over there and watching, like I said, General Hospital with Blackie Parrish and like I said, watching All My Children and the Young La Restless, the the Brooks sisters, Peggy and Leslie and Laura Lee and Chris snapper mrs chancellor and vanessa with her veil and oh my gosh it's just been it's been a lot of fun it really has been and if you didn't watch any of the soap operas that i just mentioned that we watched of course they have another world over there and ryan's hope days of our lives capital texas any soap opera that you watched you can definitely find episodes over on YouTube and you'll have a great time and you'll be on a similar kick like we are. But that's going to go ahead and wrap up the episode now. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so sorry that we stayed away for a little bit. We are gone for about two weeks, but we are back and we'll have another episode coming up for you very soon. If not this week, then certainly next week. Thank you as always for listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing. Thank you for spending time out of your busy lives with us. And until the next episode, we'll see you all then.